Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. Reunited, and it feels so good. More than you'll ever know. Oh, my Lord. We are back. Ben and Woods on a Friday, wrapping up a, uh, well, it's been an, it's been an interesting, uh, and by interesting, I mean terrible, crappy week. It's just very uneven. Uh, we've had three different producers in four days. It was a short week. It certainly didn't feel like a short week, but we are here together, and I'm so, so happy to see our beloved executive producer, Paulie Rindle. Back in the mix. How you feeling, bud? I'm uh, I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. Yep. It's not. I, no. I feel much better. Much better. Than the last few days. Good. Uh, it was. It's been a rough week, man. Been a rough week. The missus has it too. The whole family's got it. The whole family's got her it. Mom, her aunt, her uncle, oh, her cousins. I mean, it's just everybody I know. I feel like is getting sick right now. You guys had it last week. Yeah. And it was my turn this week. Uh, voice is still a little. A little raspy. I've got some Ludens for you. Some if you Ludens. need, I've got Ludens. Uh, the cherry, I'll take some Ludens. Which is basically like candy. It's like cherry candy. My wife bought me this bag of Ludens. Oh, yeah. And they're delicious. I had one um, a while back. It was a lozenge. It was like strawberries and cream. Yeah. Like, Give me that all day I'll long. just eat one of these. I'll take one of those. It doesn't really, it doesn't open up the sinuses or anything like that. It just tastes really good. Yeah. But the good news is, you know, never had a temperature, which was good. That's good. I know Ben had like the flu. You had more of the pneumonia. So I never had a temperature, but just definitely the flu-like just, symptoms, uh, the aches. And once the aches went away, then it was just about getting this cold kind of subsided. And, yeah. And uh, and ultimately, you know, I think you guys, I'm sure you talked about it. I didn't catch a ton of the show while I was out, but, you know, next week's a big week. It's a huge week. It's been on my calendar for months now, literally, where I'm like, all right, this is not great timing. I don't. I hate missing work. I hate missing work. I hate missing work. I, too. I never miss two or three days never. in a row. It's never happened I unless I'm think. on vacation. Your gallbladder exploded and you missed like two days. Yeah, two days. So two days. I was back on gang- Friday. He, he had a gangrenous <laughs> gallbladder. Speaking of gangrenous gallbladders, Ben Higgins joins us as well. Your gallbladder's in good shape. As far as I as far know, as you yes. Know. I, I have not heard anything. And Paulie, I'd like to tell you when you'll feel a hundred percent, but. 
We're not there We're yet, not there. and so I can't promise you that you'll be there for a few <laughs> days. But hopefully by Monday, uh, when we'll be out in Peoria, Arizona, we'll at least be in the the ninety to hundred percent range for those. I said, uh, look, if I was glass half shows. full, I mean, I'm glad it happened this week and not next week, right? I mean, I wanted True. to be absolutely right for Monday morning. Yeah, out at the Peoria Sports Complex, it's it's, <clears throat> it's kind of our Super Bowl. We sent in our our interview requests, and uh, it's lengthy. It's very lengthy. There's a lot of guys we'd like to talk to uh, while we're out there. And uh, it's important to us to, to be able to catch up with them and shoot the breeze and, um, you know, try to get a little – try to have some fun. I mean, when we go out to spring training, I'm sure there are people out there listening that are like, ugh, here come the cheerleaders. Like, I just – I like to have fun with the guys. It's spring training. Uh, it's nothing to get super up in arms about. I think there's some tough questions that need to be asked. I think they've been asked, and I think they've been answered, but we'll ask them again. It's kind of our job to do that. But we really – when we go out to spring training, we have a lot of fun. And we have a lot of fun. I've got some ideas of, of things I'd like to do with them. And uh, I want to get them answering topic wheel questions and stuff like that. You know, like, let's have some fun out there, man. And, and um, you know, try to try to build a little little rapport, some good vibes going into the season. This will be the first time that we've all gone out together. Uh, I've always kind of gone separately <laughs> because of my TV schedule. Yeah, but we true. are going to drive over together on Sunday. Correct. As a show, as a team. And then uh, do our three shows and we'll come back together on Wednesday, but I saw yesterday. I thought this was more of a personal journey of yours. <laughs> that uh, you know, one thousand and one albums to, to you have to listen have to, to before you you die. Yeah. You're on like album three now. Yes. Did you, you, what, what did you listen to yesterday? By the uh, way, it was uh, I have a okay. So there's the book, thousand and one albums you must listen to before you die. Okay. There's a lot of records, right? And I found a generator. Instead of just thumbing through the book, there's a generator, and it tells you what to listen to. And then it has you can vote on it and click it, and it just tells you every day what to listen to. And so I thought, well, we're driving out together. Might as well knock six or seven of them out there, and we can all vote. But I don't know. It's a random draw. So yesterday, I drew Deep Purple in Rock. Now, I know like three Deep Purple. Smoke on the water. Correct. Uh, a highway star, I think, is another one from Deep Purple that I enjoy. But I sat there, so I'm watching the Padres game. It's about the fifth inning, and you know we all know what happened, and we'll get into that at 6.30. They're in Deep Purple by that They point. are in deep, deep, Deep Purple. <laughs> and I, I pulled up the record, and I went, I don't know that I want to listen to 42 minutes of Deep Purple from 1970. And I queued it up and was that, listening. That the and, album? The... Yeah, it's the one where they're on Mount Rushmore. It looks like they're Mount Rushmore. It looks like, <laughs> but there's a fifth guy. It's a Mount Rushmore. They've just added. A, they've added a fifth guy to Mount Rushmore. Well, there's five of them. Do they not know how you know sports hot takes works? When you do your Mount Rushmore, <laughs> it's, it's four. four, and it's only four. Deep Purple changed the game. Deep Purple makes five. <laughs> okay, Mount Rushmore from here on out is five. So I'm sitting there looking, going... I, I'm going to use this, though. Anytime I can't decide on my top four, we're going to do a deep, deep purple <laughs> Mount Rushmore of greatest basketball players of all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, lo- I was looking through the name of the songs on the record, and I go, oh, good. Flight of the Rat is on here. I have not heard it in so long. Flight of the Rat. 
Ben. The album looks like it's straight out of Spinal Tap. Like, here's what we'll do. Let's instead of four, we'll do all five of us. I was crying, dude. I was crying, laying in bed, on bed. Not even. I wasn't under the covers. I was on bed watching the game, and I muted it because the broadcast was horrible. We'll get into that. And I'm laying there going, okay, here's... Is this Flight of the Rat? Uh, apparently. Okay. By the way, it's a pretty badass, pretty badass record. I listened to the entire thing, including the, uh, the songs Speed King, Bloodsucker... Child in Time, Flight of the Rat, Into the Fire, Living Wreck, and Ben's motto, Hard Loving Man. <laughs> and so I, I knocked that out yesterday, man. That is three straight records in a row of these books. But the album cover is what murdered me. I mean, it, it, I was like, this is why they made the movie Spinal Tap. This is it. Like, this is one of those bands that they looked at and said, we have to make fun of this. We have to make fun of it. So uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, undertaking. It's a very big undertaking. Uh, and you really don't have to do much. It's not, like I, it's not like a fitness journey where I have to be like, i got to go run 14 miles. Say, no, I lay on my ass and I listen to music, which I love to do anyway. Um, but there's going to be some tough ones in there. I can promise you right now, and I'm committed. You don't have to listen to them on the drive over, though. You can oh, wait we should, until we get though. there. And we you should. Can- you we absolutely should. Making sure my uh, ear pods are Yeah, charged. bring your bring your ear pods. <laughs> C20 Moreno says, uh, oh, this is a good idea. Have AJ and Eric Grubner spin the bean wheel oh. and then ask them the tough questions after they eat one. Huh. Or like, all right, hey, I'm going to ask you a tough question. You can either answer it or spin the bean, bean wheel. wheel. Can you imagine? Truth or dare. Truth or dare with the GM and president of baseball ops and the CEO. It's actually not not the worst. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Have you? I think we take Bean Boozled with us and see if any player will do it. (laughs) Do you think we should do it? I I like the idea. I'm scared to execute. Of course, you know, it's going to happen like... You know, Jake will say yes. He'll get a terrible bean. He'll, He'll be out us. for like the day. Like I can't, I can't even go. We'll never be invited back. Mike Schilt will go. Where, where's Jake? Oh, he ate one of the, those radio guys he had, had a rotten a jelly bean, and now he can't go today, so he's out. And we'll never. I mean, they'll never forgive us. All right, maybe we don't mess with the players. Well, the, what about the executives? They don't really have much to do. It's all, their job's done, pretty much. AJ's job is not done. Well, I mean, it feels done. It's not done. It feels games have started. Games have started. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, it's a look. C twenty Moreno. I don't want to crap on your idea. I actually think it's a good one. I just don't know that any of us have the stones <laughs> to actually pull it off. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know that we've earned that. I make kind mud of, do it. Yeah, we can make mud do it. Don, maybe Tony, Jesse, those guys make the broadcasters do it. Um, but I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see all the guys you know, score and game notwithstanding. Vibes are still good out there, so you've already established you'll be doing the driving. Yeah, because I'm driving. you want to get there in less than fourteen Before hours. Midnight. Yeah, correct. Um, and now, who decides like where we're stopping and things like that? Is that always the driver, or is also this a, Woods? Is this a democratic process? Will I have any input? Actually, or sh- it's Woods's bladder will decide. It's very true. My bladder. Now was, you were really uh, good. I was on like, our fantasy camp trip. I was very dehydrated, so I had no urine in my body whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't need to go. But if it's like a radio show, it's every fifteen minutes. <sighs> yeah, about, about every half hour on the half hours. 
<laughs> um, we'll be doing some content along the way. Some we got some ideas. We're gonna have some fun, man. We always do, and um, it's just a it's an honor. And it's a privilege to be able to go out there. We know that. We recognize that. And we don't take it lightly uh, at all. And I think you guys know that, too. But we'll have some fun. We got a, I think we got a pretty good house this year. Now, we need to figure out, A, where we stop. I'd like to stop at Mr. G's in Yuma. It's a good place. We all mm-hmm. agree on it. Uh, and then I'd like to figure out how we're going to divvy up the rooms this year. Because you got the... You got the big dog last year. I did. The, the big dog with the private. But the year before, I got the, the creepy, tiny, horrible room. But you were late. <laughs> I won't be late this we're year. We're all together. Yes. And we gave you last year the, the luxury suite. It had its own sexual, sensual bathtub. Mm-hmm. It had God knows what went on in there uh, You know that we didn't see. Baths. Lots of baths. All right. Uh, it is sex o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Always sex o'clock in the morning. He's a hard-loving man. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be heading out there uh, Sunday. We got a we have a tier one game. I wanted to announce that too. Uh, we have a tier one game, baseball game at Orange Glen High at nine a.m. on Sunday. Uh, I will be there. Probably won't be playing much. Um, we've got I've got other guys I want to get in. Uh, I'll be running the squad. Polly, I think you're going to come too. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to leave from there. We'll meet Ben, and then we are out. We are out. But if you want to come out and support the Tier 1 baseball team, we'd love to have you. Uh, donating $100 for every win uh, to the Peter Seidler Foundation. And I've got two of my players uh, on our team, Jameson and I believe it's Javi. I can't remember who. And, and, and Sam. Sa- Sam. And Wilkie, they're donating as well. So we're going to raise as much money as we can. We need to go out and win these ball games, though. So love to have you in the stands supporting. Your the opposing teams should be. I mean, they should know throwing this and maybe games. throwing the games yeah. towards you just the to raise more money beat us. for good causes for the uh, Peter Seidler Legacy Fund and all the matching funds that go with those donations. Yeah. So should I do like maybe I'll do like fifty if we lose or something? I don't know. I'd like to. No, I think it should be all or nothing. All or nothing. Okay, yeah, you got to right. win. You right. got to win. Got to win, and uh, I will be managing to win. Peter wasn't certainly. about losing; he That's was true. about winning. He, he doesn't want. He doesn't want your loser cash. He wants your winner cash. Yep. So Sunday, nine a.m. Orange Glen High in Escondido. Plenty of parking. Um, no admission. Free of charge. Come on out and watch some really, really high level baseball. Elite. Athletes. Elite baseball. Elite. Yeah. All right, let's uh, take our first time out. We will uh, lay out the menus for what we've got. Should be actually a pretty good show here on a Friday. we got some guests to get to. Obviously, we will uh, talk about yesterday's Cactus League opener between the Padres and the Dodgers. Is there a way that 14-1 to wasn't quite as bad as the final score made it seem like it was? I, I really no. don't think it was. Uh, but we will talk about that coming up. Uh, we'll let you know what we've got on tap going until 10 o'clock this morning. It is really good to have Polly back in studio at 62%. We will take it. It's Woods. It's Ben. It is uh, Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Kelly standing by with a little Friday morning traffic for you here on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How'd your uh, MCing gig go yesterday? You're on your way uh, out the door to the SEALs practice facility ribbon cutting. The Rady Children's Field uh, out there at the Ryan YMCA in Point Loma. It went really well. It was. It's The facility is beautiful. Uh, they have built a new practice field for the SEALs. And then for all the kids and stuff in, in the area that, that go to the Ryan YMCA, uh, it was awesome, dude. It's um the only thing that made me a little nervous is when I got there, I didn't. They didn't have like a script, so I had to just kind of get up there and wing it. I mean, I had the names of the people I was bringing up, but I didn't have like a please welcome to the blo-. like. I just had to to wing it. And I talked about how I'd been, you know, I've been with the seals since they started, and how they always do what they say they're going to do. They do. They all they had a vision when they started, and they continue to just check boxes and. Um, they're really, really committed to the community here in San Diego, and I love that about them. I love the players so much, so, so much. They are the best guys. I was talking to them, actually. Um, my little guy, Bo, is six, and he is he loves it, man. He really does, and he's going to go to the SEALs camp this year for the first time, so I was talking to them about that. Uh, speaking of the players, uh, they've got a game tonight, and we will have one of them. Cam Holding's going to be on with us near the uh, end of the program today. Get you ready for Woods' big uh, show tonight at Pachanga Arena. So, you know, these these NLL guys, they don't make a ton of dough. They all have side gigs and everything else. Cam Holding, who we'll have on today, was the project manager for this field. He was the construction project manager. He's and like a, an employee yeah, as and well like, as a player. And he got it done. And uh, he was like a, you know, a little emotional. They've been working on this thing for a while, and they had to get the funding from Rady's and all that and the, the buy-in from the YMCA. And he not only is going to go out and beat the crap out of somebody uh, at Pechanga tonight, but he also... Managed that entire project, got it done. It is a beautiful facility. And then, uh, as we mentioned earlier this week, but a little more details, next Saturday night's going to be the Ben and Woods night at the Seals game. And we're going to be giving away a bunch of tickets next week and have our own section. Uh, looking forward to having a lot of tier ones. Uh, we'll probably give, if you're listening, you'll have opportunities to win next week. I want to try to be able to give some of the uh, YouTube chatters a chance to win some of those tickets as well and have a really good group 
out there next Saturday night at Pechanga Arena for our uh, Ben and Woods night at the Seals game. So, little Seals talk coming up. Uh, that's at the end of the program today. Uh, working backwards, it's good to have Paulie back. We'll have our Rundle report in the nine o'clock hour. Sam Levitt, Sammy Spring Training, will make his daily check in in the eight o'clock hour at eight thirty-five today. Uh, continuing our Tier One tour as we look at every single Major League Baseball team, counting them down until opening day. We're in the NL Central right now, and the Milwaukee Brewers will be the team that we uh, take a look at today at 820. Uh, in the first half of the program, though, Adam Jones, I believe, is going to join us at 735. His Adam Jones podcast had a fairly notable guest this week as he was joined by Manny Machado uh, to talk a little bit about the uh, the start here of spring training and a new Padres season and more. Of course, uh, they've got a lot of Orioles connections together as well. So uh, Adam Jones, his uh, former teammate Manny Machado, got together, get his thoughts on uh, some of the things going on in Major League Baseball. Uh, earlier in our 7 o'clock hour, our regular segments take on Woods, Don't Do This. And then, of course, coming up, we will discuss what happened yesterday against the Dodgers in Game 1 of the Cactus League spring training underway at the Peoria Sports Complex. And we'll continue today with a game against the Dodgers at noon. Uh, streaming only. We won't have that one for you here on 97.3 The Fan, but uh, we will keep you up to date throughout the day if you're listening to Annie and Elston and Gwen and Chris as to what's going on out at Camelback Ranch, uh, Game 2 against the Dodgers. And do we know, Tony Gwen, did he made, he made the game yesterday? I, I heard him definitely later in the game. Okay. I'm not sure if he He's made not there it for the start for the beginning of the game. If you were listening yesterday, Tony was driving over in the morning. We had him on. He was only kind of in the um, you know east, very east county of San Diego, closing in on El Centro area around 8 a.m. Knowing he had to be there at 12 o'clock Pacific, one o'clock Mountain Time to join Jesse. And Paulie said at the beginning of the game he did not hear Tony. I didn't hear him. But Jesse Maybe didn't he like. Was there and he was just quiet. Jesse know. didn't point out like with a big glaring hole next to me where Tony's supposed to. Listen for like, Jesse's not like Woods. That I would have totally done constantly that. harped on the fact that. Well, <laughs> well, he's not here yet. I guess I'll just do this by myself. No big deal. First game of the year. But I definitely uh, heard him later in the game, so he made it at some point. That is. Uh, that is. It's, I mean, he switched over in the third inning. Jeff said he switched over in the third inning and he heard Tony. I was listening in the first inning, did not hear Tony. Tony said he got there a little bit after one. Oh, and one. So it was already eight nothing when he got there. Yeah, probably. My God, so he walked man. into the game. I'm here. What's the score? Oh, we're down eight nothing. Great. She just stayed at home. <laughs> she just stay. I, I'll just come tomorrow. You got this one. Um, well, listen. That's the most dangerous thing I've ever seen anybody do, and it made me. It filled me with anxiety all day. Um, yeah, I've done some pretty seedy things in back alleys and stuff before, and nothing that dangerous. Literally, nothing I've ever done is that dangerous as what Tony Gwynn Jr. did yesterday. That man is lit, was living on the edge, uh, and he did did get there in in one piece, which is good. That's all. Jesse Ack was a great safety net, though. If you're going to live dangerously, you're a good safety net too. I think I I I know that if something happened to me. I'd be fine, you know. I'm Benny. I'm, you know, I got a flat tire or whatever. Um, you know, you'd have it covered. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get by without yeah, you. I mean, absolutely. The show's always better with all of us here. That's 100%. why I'm glad Polly's back. It's just a better version of the product when all three of us are together. But yeah. one of us is missing. We we muddle through. We make it. We make it through all right. We muddled yesterday. <laughs> we muddled. Adam's uh, wife, I think, got mad at us. Is it extra sweet because it's against the Dodgers? She was mad at us for making fun of his clothes, but I really wasn't making fun of his clothes. I liked his 
tablecloth shirt. I used to have it in several different shades and stuff. And she's like, were they being mean to you about your clothes? He dresses fine. I mean, in the radio business, bro. I thought it was very Georgia of him. Very Georgia. He's he's a Georgian. He's a Georgian. He's an SEC guy. If he had SEC. If he had hair, he would have the SEC haircut. He doesn't have khaki pants, khaki khaki shorts, that shirt tucked in. And yeah. the sunglasses hanging on. The SEC is huge on tucking in your shirt. And I mean, I did not know huge. this. Oh, dude. They, and they all. A college football they, game? You ever watch college I, game? I know, day? but I never oh, really thought Lord. about the tucking in of the shirt. It's like as a, being bu- a, a button down, a particular conference style. Brown belt, pastel colored. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's, it's a thing, it's a look. And it's. I, I mean, I was at Texas Tech, it was the same thing. Everyone wore khakis, boots. Brown belt, tucked in shirt. We all look the exact same. Just a bunch of sheep <laughs> running around uh, in the middle of West Texas looking for girls. But um, yeah, Adam, you know, he, he's Adam. Adam dresses fine as far as radio people go. I mean, you've never. I mean, what do you look? What you're wearing right now? You got an ABC Ten News freebie hoodie on. That's that's the deal. That's what you do. You ever see Hacksaw do a podcast? NFL films. Like it's what you do. You wear all the free stuff that you get. Paulie's the only one that dresses for the game every day. He's That's the only true. one. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie actually put some thought into, I think, so, some of his fashion choices. Listen, Mrs. Klug, we love your husband very much. Very much. He's a good, good man. It doesn't mean I want him in here a lot, but I do love him, and he's a great boss. So we, we're sorry that we made fun of him. All right. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> quit wasting time. Let's get to our discussion of what happened yesterday. I saw both um, reasonable takes, unreasonable takes. Did you really believe any of the unreasonable no, takes? I, well, you I saw? know who's making, I know who's, you know, poking fun at the overreactors. I can see the difference. Some people can't. I can tell the difference. There are some overreactors out there, though. No doubt about it. Uh, from the first game of spring training, I got one yesterday, and I immediately started laughing. And uh, I can read that one for you, and, and we'll read some of the other ones. There, there's some good stuff yesterday. All right, but there are some takeaways as well from the game yesterday. We will get to all of those coming up next. Kind of a uh, a preseason version of our Padres wrap-up as we uh, get back here with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
because it was the first spring training game, there is extra anticipation. You know, I was sitting there ready for it to start at, at 12 o'clock. Yeah, man. Even knowing in my head it has zero consequence whatsoever. In fact, probably less than even most because you're going to get a less representative pitching effort from both teams on the first game. You know, the starter's not going to go more than an inning. You're going to see more minor league guys who, honestly, only their family members would recognize who they are yeah. on the field. You're, most of those guys that gave up the runs for the Padres yesterday will never will never pitch in the big league, certainly not this season for the San Diego Padres. So you can't... You can't really put a lot of stock into a game like that. But because it's the first game and there's anticipation, it was a bit of a bummer just the way it played out that the Padres were down 8 to nothing before they even took their first at-bat of the season, of the preseason. Sure was. Sure was. I felt so bad for Fernando Tatis Jr. having to suffer through that interview for like 45 minutes. I don't like right it field. at all. I do not like the in-game interview. For a few reasons. Number one, um, if you're going to do it, spring training's fine, right? Make sure that we can hear him and make sure there's not like a. <laughs> every like, did they think five he still seconds. played shortstop and the the range only went to that but, yeah. far? You know, like when you leave your phone in your closet and then you walk to the bathroom and you have your AirPods in and it starts cutting in and out, <laughs> and you're like, ah, crap! I got to go get, back and get get my phone so I can hear the music. <laughs> it was. It well, I, I mean, I, I assume they use the same kind of equipment that we use at Channel Ten. We have wire. I have a wireless <laughs> mic with a little lav clip. Lavalier. That you can't really see it, but you put it in your pocket. And I will tell you, those things are very wonky. They're you dicey, walk, you walk twenty feet out of the studio, you're, you've you lost on the range, so, and it starts getting crackly. If the wire gets like wrapped around the antenna yeah. accidentally. All of a sudden, it's not going to sound very good. So and that bought- happens all the time. We do mic checks every single time you go on because yeah. there's a good chance it's not going to sound great. And we're always making adjustments right before I go on the air. Once he's out there, you know, if it gets a little tangled or something, you can't be like talking in his ear going, Hey, Fernando, we need you to w- wiggle the wire in your pocket. It's not sounding. There's nothing you can do about it as an ESPN production staff if it doesn't sound good other than... Boy, they got it right for Teoscar Hernandez. Plow through. <laughs> great. Plow through or pull the plug. Yeah, you pull have, it. You have two choices. Plow through, pull the plug. And the correct decision was not made yesterday, which would have been pull the plug. Pull the plug, couple of questions. He was fine. Fernando Tatis Jr. did nothing wrong. No, he's he was, great. He was engaging. Uh, he answered questions without saying anything overly controversial. Had a good attitude out there. Was charming, as he usually appealing. But the technology was failing ESPN, and we were subjected to the longest, most tortured interview in the history of in-game he was interviews. Also talking like this because they just couldn't raise the volume of the microphone. It was awful. Well, the, uh, you can. You can try pumping it up, but that also pumps up the crackle and the static. Yeah. It's it's just a bad situation when the microphone doesn't work properly. And I, I get they were excited. It was their first game. They didn't want to give up on something after two or three minutes. But they really should have pulled the plug on the Fernando Tatis Jr. in-game interview after a couple of minutes and not gone on for 40 minutes, 35 minutes uh, during the longest inning you're ever going to see in a spring training game. And the guys are just, you know, digging for questions at that point, And it's just uncomfortable for everybody. Look, it's spring training. They're working the like, kinks out. But... I thought for sure during a pitching change, they'd have some producer just run out there and grab, grab the thing off. 
just be like, this is over. But they didn't, man. They they sat there, and you had to wear it. I mean, we've had bad, bad interviews on this show before, and you're like, please end. Please stop. Yeah, imagine just, keeping them on the phone for another for 40 minutes. Hey, can you hold on through the break? We're going to do some spots. We'll come back and do another 15 minutes of absolute pure torture for us and our audience and you. <laughs> it's a, it's the worst feeling, and, and somebody needed to step in and – and put the kibosh on it, uh, and they didn't, and they didn't. So that it got so bad, I just muted it uh, at, at a certain point. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I listened to Deep Purple, uh, so I was, I was pretty. And then you know, listen, as to be expected, you know, you're going to get a 15 minute soliloquy on a guy that's not even in the ballpark in Shohei Otani, and Tim Kirchin had his pants off in there talking about him, and and the that's what you're going to get about the Dodgers the entire season. So if you're going to get upset about it on day one, you better strap in because you're going to get a lot of it. It's right. going to be constant pouching of the Los Angeles Dodgers. As for the actual game and what happened between the lines, we will get to that right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Hello, darkness, my It's been a while. Feels right. Um, I was actually very zen. There was only one thing that really bothered me in the game yesterday. We'll get to that in, in just a second. But as it started out, Joe Musgrove came in, faced four batters in the top of the first inning, did not get any of them out. But as Joe said afterwards, no real skin off his nose. He, no. he got ahead of every batter. Yep. Uh, you know, lost the lost the leadoff hitter to the walk. Um, you know, I thought he got squeezed on one of those pitches. He did. It's fine. It's fine. He was throwing decent pitches. Um, Taylor then blooped a single. That was not a hard hit ball. He got got it inside on him. Made him hit it poorly. Just happened to fall in. Uh, hit the third guy on the full count. You know, I, he just yanked that pitch. wasn't a great pitch, but he wasn't throwing poorly. And then gave up, uh, you know, a deep fly ball that bounced off the warning track by Teoscar Hernandez over the wall for a two-run ground rule double. And that was it. Joe was scheduled to throw about 20 pitches. He threw 24. You're not going to extend him for any reason. But at that point, you're pretty much, you know, you want to stick to your plan of full innings for all the guys that you scheduled to pitch. So they pulled a couple of guys who, as I understand it, um, the minor leaguers they brought in in the first inning weren't even in camp yet. No. Like, it, like one of them got there that morning, and he was only there for emergency purposes to throw in case something like that happened. That's exactly I'm right. That's so I, glad to hear that. And because he, when I was watching the game, I go, we talk about this team every day. I've never heard yeah, of this guy. Neither of them were in Major League camp. Neither of them were actually in. One of them wasn't even officially in camp yet. He like hadn't even checked in, but they needed arms. They didn't want to use anybody out of turn or where they were supposed to be. So, they, yeah, they went out there and they got their brains beaten in the first inning, as you would expect going up against a fairly Major League lineup. Carter Lowen and Gabe Mosser. <laughs> yes, the, it, that, they those had, are the guys. They had just gotten there. Uh, they just needed to get it get out of that inning, get an out, get two outs, get three outs, and uh, then get it to Estrada for a clean start in the second. And then after that, um, you know, uh, uh, there was one other inning when um, who was the guy Lugo came in and gave up yeah. the other six runs. Seven of the nine innings, the Padres pitchers shut shut down the Dodgers sure. and did not allow any runs in those games. Two so when innings. you look at fourteen to one, you have to take that with a bit of a grain of salt. I, why two, you like take two it? of the runs were scored against Joe Musgrove, who wasn't bad. The rest of them were guys that are not going to be on the team. They're essentially not Padres at all. So you why? can't evaluate any part of that game with what happened in those two innings. Why wouldn't you take? Any spring training game with a grain well, grain of salt. You that's do. that's what you should be doing. Um, 
When when Joe Musgrove faces Mookie Betts in a couple of weeks, you know what he won't do? He won't pitch him the exact same way he just did. Like they're they're all working on stuff. They're looking for the bite on their slider. They're looking for location. They're looking for velo. They're looking at their mechanics, how they feel. It's just getting back into the the mix. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. I wasn't mad. I mean, I'm the more on the bed on the Padres yesterday. Um, Sorry, what? Yeah, on the spring training game. Yeah. Yeah, why not? We we just tried to dissuade him, but yeah, he, he was determined. GEGE zero 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 four six six. I had some extra cash in there. It's no big deal. Yeah. Win some, you lose some. Um, you oh. know, did we learn that the Dodgers are probably going to be pretty decent? They've got a deep lineup. They've got a lot of guys who can hit. Yeah, they do. That's no no stunner either. Yesterday, uh, Yuki Matsui was probably the. The, the biggest positive talk of everyone, the inning that he had, I do not want to take anything away with, from what Jeremiah Estrada did, he though, was fantastic in as the well. second inning. Uh, he was terrific. I'm not sure if he's being considered as a, a true option to break camp with the team, but, um, you know, someone who AJ picked up in the, in the offseason and, uh, is in camp with the San Diego Padres. But Matsui was, uh, he was legitimately good. I mean, you had that quote from Gavin Lux basically saying, you know, guy was nasty what what they saw what the Dodgers saw of Yuki Matsui looks like it's going to play in the big leagues it's probably taking things a little bit too far to just proclaim him as your new closer right away up we've seen enough one inning he's our closer now Suarez you're our setup guy but um any thought that there's a chance that oh this guy is not going to have good enough stuff to get major leaguers out you know Japan is different major league baseball he's going to have a rude awakening when he gets here no it looks like his stuff will play now he's Here's not the gonna- pitch and Pages swings and misses strike three Yuki Matsui in his Padre debut strikes out the side in order. Not going to strike out everybody he faces, but a very nice start and very impressive outing uh, for Yuki Matsui yesterday. Isn't it typically the opposite when it comes to pitchers versus hitters that come from the KBO or the Japanese League where pitchers start off pretty successful and then the MLB hitters catch up to them after a year or two years? Like I remember growing up in Seattle as a Mariners fan, we had Kazuhiro Sasaki came over from Japan, led the league in saves. He was out of baseball like two years later. It's uh, Shigatoshi Hasegawa that, not a, was elite as a relief pitcher. I, I think you're right, but I think that that has you know minor leaguers who come up. You know, Nick Margavich just looked good for a little while yeah. until you know until you, get, up en- you get enough looks yeah, for at like a guy an or two, not and, a season or two. Yeah, though. I don't know. I don't know how long it it'll last. Um, but I think what you can do, and we've talked, we've heard a little talk about this, is you can project a pitcher. You can look at their stuff just in a neutral, like how much does it break? How hard does he throw? What are the spin rates? And that. You can pretty much project a guy will do well. You can't go and look, oh, that guy hit 40 home runs in Japan and go, well, he's going to hit 26 in the big leagues. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't work like that it's, on hitting. It's, it's a huge, you can't translate. It's a huge adjustment for Japanese pitchers. The ball's different, uh, number one. It's, it's a different game altogether. Um, his splitter is nasty. It's nasty, straight up. It, it falls off the table. It's absolutely filthy. He looks like a, a really good find for the San Diego Padres. He's going to hang splitters, and they are going to get pummeled like every, it happens to everyone. But I was really impressed with him. And, again, Jeremiah, did you notice who got in yesterday after uh, Jeremiah Estrada? After Big, Yuki Matsui and Jeremiah Estrada, Stephen Wilson and got B- in. Big Fudge. Oh, Big Fudge got Austin in. Austin Davis struck out the side. That's right. Then Big Fudge. Big Fudge got in. 
Um, Jake Cronenworth hit a bomb off of Alex Vesia, who must see Jake Cronenworth in his nightmares. Vesia has really fallen off. He is just, I don't, he's not effective for them. He wasn't last year. He's, he's the one from Ramona, right? Yeah. And, and that's the one that Jake got in the playoff yep. game. Jake got him yesterday. In the rain. And, and somebody made this point already. I was just about to make it in the chat. The 14 runs doesn't bother me. I mean, it sucks. Like, you don't want to be embarrassed. It's the one and, like, the five singles that bothers me. Yeah, I that's think, I think offensively, me. if you want to take a, a, a negative takeaway from the game, there wasn't a lot of rhythm or consistency offensively. Now, it's much too early to make any sweeping judgments as to what the Padres' offense is going to look like. But there wasn't much there in that game yesterday. And they weren't going up against the Dodgers' best of the best pitchers either. Um, so you kind of hope that it's Gavin just a... Stone's nasty. He was for he's one, na- for one yeah, inning. One, but, but there, was, uh, there was eight other innings to go after other guys that they didn't particularly... Uh, do a lot of damage, you know, extra base hits, things like that, other than than Jake's swing. Offensively, it was a more rough game for the Padres. Um, defensively, I thought Jackson Merrill was definitely a bright spot, uh, had a couple of opportunities, didn't get to that ball down the line in the first inning, but then made a nice diving catch on a Mookie Betts it was ball. Like a, it was like a falling catch, but yeah, like yeah. He, 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 I think there was a little bit of misread off the bat, but he, he adjusted, and that's what you got to do. We saw Nando doing the same thing on the other corner last year uh, in right field, learning the, the angles and all that. So, oh uh, yeah, he was fine. He also wrapped the ball pretty hard, uh, lefty on lefty to the, to the left side. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, there's a couple of things I looked at and, and made notes about Benny. I really liked I liked Jacob Marcy. Uh I like looking at him in the batter's box. Let's see, he, he walked his yep, first time up. He looks like a hitter. Like he looks like Hannah and I were watching it and I go, prototype. Like prototypical baseball player, left handed swing. Looks really good. Now that's that's moneyball Oakland A stuff. Oh, good body, you know. You're good, selling jeans. Good looking girlfriend, you know, the whole bit, I don't know. But he looks like a ball player and he looks aggressive. And I liked what I saw from him. Um, Salas got I th- that that sucked, and I almost tweeted something about the umpire. Okay, so that is the one thing that actually bothered that me about the game me yesterday like when Ethan Salas was rung up on a pitch clock violation. Now, by the letter of the law, probably accurate. He was in the box. He, he was had, in the box. He had looked at the pitcher and then looked down again just to kind of dig in a little bit extra, and the umpire just like, happened to look at him right at eight seconds when he was looking down just to dig in and and lit him up there. Um, you know, Maybe last year when you're trying to make the point of getting everybody ready for the new pitch clock rules, you go a little extra on the um, the enforcement just to get everyone going back and ready this is a time for guys to get ready for the season and to take away kind of that's who knows if if ethan salas is going to get a a full count you know experience like that in any other game i mean this is his chance to you know experience this situation against a major league pitcher and a major league team see what he can do and you just take that away from him for what i thought was really a very nitpicky Pitch clock violation. That was the one thing that actually did bother me about the game yesterday, that they didn't give him that opportunity to finish that at bat. I mean, if he is six feet out of the box and, you know, the time is up, fine. 
He was in the box. He had already looked at the pitcher. The clock was running down. It yeah. was at like he was at eleven in the box. He looked at the pitcher. Then he looked down just eight. to dig in at eight. And because he was looking down at eight, they rang, rang him up. Boy, I, that umpire was excited about it too. Yeah. He was super. He rolled that ball back out and ripped his mask off. That's the one thing that actually irked me about the game yesterday. Not giving up fourteen runs. It was calling Ethan Salas out on a pitch clock violation in that situation. So yeah, man, the uh, the the offense and and last. Of again, the Dodgers, you know, they threw threw a couple of guys that you're going to see this season, and it's again the the bottom end of the guys are trying to eat innings as well, and you don't really manage much off of those cats as well. Um, yeah, it it that's that's what I, we're going to be looking at. You know, you, you want to start barreling balls and, and collecting some doubles, stringing some stuff together, but um, it was it it sucked. There's no there's no doubt about it. It sucked losing fourteen one. Uh, oh, it was funny though. I mean. Xander's out playing his first game at second base, and Taylor gets fisted on that ball, and I, he shouldn't have caught that ball. I don't, I don't think he was close to it, but it finds you, and it's going to find you early, and it's going to find you often. Same with Jackson Merrill, that ball down the line. I didn't think he re- he was in so much. I didn't think he had a chance to get that. I don't know. I don't know who makes that play, um, but it will find you out there. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch this. Uh, game two is today, and uh, one thing I'm looking forward to. Johnny Brito is supposed to get the uh, the first inning, and the the reviews have been very positive uh, for Johnny Brito so far in the camp. He is obviously one of the guys competing for the last two spots in the starting rotation. So curious to see how he'll fare in in his probably just one inning against the Dodgers first road game of the spring and again uh, that'll be a streamer uh, Jesse and Tony will have it for you uh, online but we'll keep you updated here uh, throughout the afternoon on both Annie and Elston and uh, the Gwyn and Chris which will of course just be Chris with Tony calling the game with uh, Jesse this afternoon but uh, yeah curious to see how Brito and, and some of the other pitchers who get game two fair against the Dodgers and they don't face the Dodgers again until Korea, until Korea. Yep. they kind of set that up that way so they won't be like looking at you know, getting a lot of looks at those those guys before the Korea games. Uh, this will be their last game against the Dodgers in spring training before the two teams uh, head out uh, in just three weeks to make that flight to Korea and play their two games to start the season. Now, I did see some legit panic yesterday, Ben. Like, I saw some people legitimately panic. Dan tweeted me. He's like, look, I'm not one who panics over spring training results for the most part. But today is exactly the example of a winning organization versus a losing organization. And I said, it sounds like you're panicking, Dan. He said, I am. He was legit upset about it. Keep in mind, if the Padres win like 9-2 to two today, it also means nothing Correct. as well. That's it. Spring training. I learned my lesson. Does, Does not, not matter. Gambling on the game. Today. Does not matter. But there are takeaways, obviously, we'll be looking for. All right, we'll come back. Uh, take on Woods, our, our final game of the week. And the, uh, the pants issue just won't go away in Major League Baseball. Coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.